If you're watching this, there's a fair chance you love your rugby league, but there's an even greater chance that your life has been heavily impacted by the global COVID-19 pandemic. Over the past 18 months, the NRL has faced its greatest challenges, and so too have many of the game's loyal fans. With that in mind, I thought it would be great to speak to someone who not only loves their rugby league, but someone who has dedicated their life to highlighting the importance of maintaining a strong mental fitness. I'm now lucky enough to be joined by the founder of Gotcha for Life, Gus Wallen. Gus, thank you so much for joining me for a chat. Firstly, how are you surviving throughout Sydney's lockdown? Oh, g'day, Zach. Thanks for having me on, mate. No, it's my pleasure. Oh, look... It's a bit Groundhog Day-ish. There's definitely moments where I'm feeling like we just need some hope. We need that date. We need to change the uh, the chat around those 11 o'clock Premier chats and say, look, you know, 70% vaccination gives us this date and on this date we're going to get some true freedoms. And uh, we need to hear more of that from the government at the moment because, you know, even though we've lost, you know, and every life is obviously important, we've lost nearly 900 or around 900 with COVID. We've lost four and a half thousand people to suicide in the same amount of time so it shows that we probably don't quite have our balance right we need to look after each other better and we need to really throw away perfect and just look after each other much better than we have been through this pandemic we'll talk about gotcha for life and what you're doing shortly but let's talk some footy first you're a mad roosters fan they've overcome so many setbacks so far this season how proud are you that they remain in that title race in the top six Oh, look, just incredible, of course. Robbo's done a magnificent job and the players stepping up have done a great job as well. And it's just, I just can't believe it that, you know, every single game we seem to lose another couple of players and big players as well. And, of course, some with suspension and and in, and, and and not so bigger injuries. But I have never, ever seen it before. And I've spoken to a lot of people that have played the game and know the game much better than me. And they've never seen a team that's been decimated as much either so you know we are hanging in there by the skin of our teeth and with Robbo you never know but um yeah it's been a tough old year and but yeah I'm very very proud and the fact that we were still in the top four up until Manly's win uh, on the weekend is just you know it shows what sort of character and culture the club has got. Last Friday night was much must-watch viewing. It was wild to say the least as the Roosters and Rabbitohs went head-to-head in the latest chapter of the Book of Feuds. But since then, Joey Manu has no doubt struggled. Latrell Mitchell has copped plenty of heat across social media. What would you say to a player who is copping some serious hate across social media? Yeah, unfortunately, you just have to switch it off. You know, even if it's a part of your body and a part of not your body, a part of your routine just switch it off because you know you're going to get that many people at the moment that are just unhinged, who are just emotional and are carrying on like absolute pork chops. Look, there's no doubt when that happened and I was watching the game and, you know, I've got a lot of respect for Latrell. I, I spent a lot of time with him when he was at the Roosters and, you know, I've really enjoyed his company. But what he did the other night, reckless, probably didn't mean it, absolutely would now be feeling awful because Joey was one of his best mates and obviously his mate coming across to him like that would have been very very difficult but the thing is he's never going to get anyone that he truly trusts or love to give him good advice on social media now I'm sure he's got his people around him you know looking after him the best they possibly can so switch it off and just listen to those people that you trust and you'll come back bigger and better it's just an unfortunate situation at the moment that Joey you know who's playing such good footy Uh, at the time felt that it was a dog shot. Look, whether or not it was or not, there's lots of people with different opinions. But for me, 
It happened so quickly. He definitely deserved to be suspended. He should have been sent off. I blame the referees for not sending him off there, and that would have saved the rest of the game being quite um, be- better looked after in terms of the emotions, you know, and everything that went on. If you're not a South fan and a Roosters fan, you don't realise the passion and the heat that goes into these matches. So the referees could have done a much better job, and, of course, the bunker, and they've, they've, they've obviously uh, been dealt with in their own way. So, yeah, it was a big night at the time. Roos was probably a chance to do something, but always felt that Souths were going to be too good. And, you know, I don't hate South Sydney. I just want to beat them. And I think that's what most fans with a level head want. The Bunnies, uh, sorry, the Bondi boys, rather, they head into the final series without Manu, Cordner, Friend, Collins, Keary, Morris. The list goes on and on. So can Trent Robinson and his men pull off a minor miracle in the playoffs? Look, it's sport, so it can definitely happen because we saw... I, I wouldn't have picked any money on Parramatta to beat the Storm last uh, last weekend either, and it happened. So in sport, you just never know. An injury, a sending off, you know, some players just play that unbelievable once-in-a-lifetime game. But if you're a betting man, you'd have to say that we're sitting pretty much where we, we should be sitting. Um, we gave it to Manly the first round of the year without Tommy, and now you look how they're going, how one player has just been... So incredible for them to build their confidence and so forth. So they're ahead of us. Parramatta are now ahead of us after that win. And then you've got the top three sides that have been the top three sides all year. So we're sitting about right. There's so many things we can't do at the moment due to lockdowns and restrictions. But there's one thing we can do is sit back on the couch for a lot of us and watch our footy across the weekend. What has that meant to you during lockdown? Oh, Zach, thank God. It's just been so good. And being able to talk about it, obviously, on Dead Set Legends with Wendell and Jude on a Saturday after, you know, three games and then just to look forward to Super Saturday and then Sunday's games and, you know, having a couple of beers and just kicking back and and watching it with uh, my son and my daughter's boyfriend that lives with us. And, yeah, it's been an absolute... um, It's been brilliant to watch. We're normally watching... Park footy, whether it's union or league in our local area or going out to games. So just to have this and the coverage has been unbelievable. Um, it's been an absolute godsend for us to to be able to still have our, um, not just the footy here, but for me, and as you know, I'm a bit of a sports nut. I'm watching the EPL now. I'm watching sport from all around the world, all different codes. And the cricket's been on in England as well. So yeah, it's been a godsend for me to have that balance away from the work that I'm doing at Gotcha for Life, which is extremely emotional. And uh, just to be able to switch off and just watch footy has been great. So you set up Gotcha for Life back in 2017. Can you remind our viewers exactly what it is and why you set it up? Yeah, Gotcha for Life was set off off the back of a TV show I did on the ABC called Man Up. And Man Up really challenged masculinity in this country and why we lose so many blokes to suicide every single day. You know, the numbers are quite horrific. We lose seven blokes a day every day to suicide. It's the number one way to die if you're a young Australian male age between 15 and 44. We lose three ladies a day every day. That's 10 Australians that woke up this morning that won't wake up tomorrow morning and they would have taken their own life and on top of that Zach you know another incredible um, stat is that we have an attempt of suicide in Australia every 28 seconds so over 65,000 attempts of suicide a year that means the the ambulance is phoned every 28 seconds by someone who wants to be saved or is taking a phone call from a loved one or a work colleague that has stumbled across a situation where they need to save that person's life so 
the awareness is definitely around, but we don't have the action that goes behind that awareness. So at the end of Man Up, I thought, you know what? I'm still on Triple M Radio. I've still got a lot of people that I talk to every day. I'm going to start something and just go that little bit extra. So Gotcha for Life was founded. And I just want everyone to find someone in their life that has got them for life. That that person, they can have that warts and all conversation with that person that will not at any stage be judging them on the type of stuff that they're doing in their life. But they're there as a support. It's a part of the village that we need as human beings to be able to be connected and to be able to talk about all the stuff that really matters to us. That old school way of man up, shut up or it's man up speak up now and that goes for guys and girls we are worrying alone way too much so what gotcha for life does is we we support workshops and we support um people that do suicide preventive education and that's what it's all about i think it should be part of every single school curriculum i think we should be talking about what it takes to be a man and a woman today compared to when the rules were set all those years ago, it just should be standard for all of us just to be able to relook at what it takes to be a man and a woman. And that, to me, is actually finding someone you can talk to about your emotions. And it's actually really brave to do that. But most of us are told all our lives just to, you know, to man up and get on with it. Well, that's got us to the stats that we've got at the moment, Zach. So we need to do something different. And the only way that we can do that, I believe, is through education. And, you know, sport can play a massive part in that. Okay, so if I'm someone that wants to have that deep connection and deep conversation with someone, find my gotcha for life mate, but I don't know how to break down that final barrier and that hurdle, how can I overcome that, To whether it's sending a text, whether it's picking up the phone, because no doubt there's so many people that hear you speak, they're watching this right now, they want to do it, but they just won't press that green button and say, let's go, I want to talk to this person. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The people that I talk to go, I can't wait to have that conversation. I've got the person, but I don't quite know what to do with it. Well, what I say is just take a big, deep breath and just go for it. You know, whether you do just send a text message, whether you do a FaceTime conversation, whether you make a phone call, whether you send an email, write a letter, there's so many different ways that you can communicate. And one thing that COVID has shown us, Zach, is that technology has stood up to the test of time. There's so many different ways that you can stay connected now. So rather than just sitting back and being a little bit afraid, and I understand that sort of feeling in your tummy where you just don't quite know, you're going into the unknown, you're out of control, and most of us don't like being that. That's where we like to, we like to stay in our own little shelter, don't we? But what this is about is going, you know what? I'm putting a line in the sand. I'm going to make sure that every person that I love gets the type of love from me that, that, you, that you would expect. So for me, I get people in my conference um, presentations to write down a list of all the people that they love in this world, all the relationships that they cannot imagine living their life without, and then give yourself a really tough mark on out of 10 how you think you're performing within that relationship. So if you've got 10 or 12 people written down, write down a mark out of 10 for how you think you're performing in that relationship. If you're not an 8, 9 or a 10 out of 10, then you've got to get to work. You get to work right now on making that relationship be the best that it possibly can be. And when you say people want to do it but they don't quite know how to, well, use technology and then man up and speak up or woman up and speak up. This is our moment to actually go, I'm not taking any of my relationships for granted anymore. I'm making sure that every single person that I love knows that I love them and also knows that they can come and talk to me about absolutely anything. 
And it doesn't mean you have to burst into tears every five minutes or you have to have a deep and meaningful conversation every time you talk. But what it does mean, Zach, is that we step up to the plate and we build a relationship and friendships with the people we love that are deeper and stronger than they've ever been before. If there's one thing that the pandemic has taught us, you don't know what other people are going through. So don't assume that they're okay. Don't assume they don't want to hear your stuff. If they love you and they're a part of you, then you make sure that you let them know how you truly feel because you can guarantee two things. Firstly, they'll love you the fact that you've asked them. And then secondly, they're going through a whole lot of stuff themselves that they're perhaps not telling anyone about. So it just opens up that conversation and it makes that relationship so much stronger. So we just have to do it. There's no more excuses. We know stuff now that we didn't know when the rules were set all those years ago. So let's go. Let's build the best possible set of friendships that we possibly can. Gus, as always, very well said. But on the flip side, if I am someone who is really, really struggling throughout this pandemic, but I don't want to be a burden on someone, I don't want to say, hey, Gus, you know what? I'm really struggling. I'm working from home. The kids, they're going mad at the moment. We're all really, really struggling. How do you or what advice do you give to them to go, Gus, I need some help. I'm struggling. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand that. And very everyone's a little bit different when it comes to this sort of stuff. But it still goes back to the point where it's time to jump out of your comfort zone and actually have that conversation thing. And then secondly, and most importantly, there's a lot of professionals out there too, Zach, that do this for a living, that are very, very good at this. You know, they've studied years and years to be able to give you the type of information and education that you need. So if you don't want to have that relationship with someone uh, which is one of your mates, which I would say you should do. But if you don't want to do that, then find a professional and you can come to gotchaforlife.org and we've got a list of professionals that we believe do fantastic work. So as long as you're not worrying alone, that's the most important thing. If you worry alone, then you end up making some really poor decisions. So tell someone about how you're feeling. All right, now I'm lucky enough to be living on the northern beaches, as are you in Sydney, and I see you doing your beach walk from DY to Long Reef to Collaroy, soaking in the early rays, the sunrise. You put it all across Instagram. You love those moments. What else do you do, though, to work on your mental fitness to make sure it is always positive you are in a strong frame of mind, especially when you're at your lowest points? Yeah, look, for sure. And I've had some of those moments. And I'm also lucky, Zach, that I've got a, a lady that I've been with for 30 years. We've been married for 27 of those. And when I'm ever sort of just lying on the sofa watching to way too much sport and not lifting my game, after a couple of days, she'll have a quiet word to me. But I know there's a lot of people out there that don't necessarily have that sort of partner that can help them with that. Um, but the one thing that I tend to do is always start my mornings, as you say, by getting up to an alarm clock and not my phone. Uh, because as soon as you wake up next to your phone, you tend to get on it straight away. You tend to do your emails, your, your texting, your social media stuff. You give the first 10 minutes of your day straight back to the device, which is the last thing you put down before you went to bed. So it's something that Freddie Fittler taught me when we went away with the hogs um, for homeless trips that we've done now the last few years that I've been on it with them. And I talk mental fitness whilst Freddie obviously talks about coaching at the elite level. And at the end of the day, your phone can be a great use, but you don't need it next to your bed. So get an alarm clock, uh, wake up with going to the loo and then coming back, making your bed, sitting on the, your bed and breathing five seconds in, five seconds out for a minute and then have a glass of water. That's about two or three minutes. The first two, three minutes of your day every day, give it to yourself. 
to give you the oxygen, give you the hydration and give you a couple of minutes just to think for a while rather than going straight to your phone, picking it up and just getting back onto it again, which is, like I said, the, probably the last thing you did. So that's a really good trick from Freddie. He takes the phones off the State of Origin boys when they go into camp because he wants them to have proper relationships and it's impossible to have a proper relationship uh, with anyone or a proper conversation with anyone with that mobile phone on your in your hand, next to you, on the table, whatever it might be. It's such a distraction. It makes noises. It, we are just addicted to it. So starting the day that sort of way I think is really important and also getting into some sort of routine. So if you normally shave, have a shave, have a shower, get dressed in anything sort of you know above undies and tracksuits if you possibly can. This is not every day, but try your best to get into that type of routine and then stick to it. And if you can put a little bit of physical fitness or movement into it as well, that, that physical fitness will really help your mental fitness and that really combined together can be such a wonderful thing to be able to get through the type of stuff that life is throwing at us at the moment, Zach. But again, it's so much easier if you can do it with someone else in your corner knowing exactly what you're going through. Be brave enough to take your mask off and just share with someone how you truly feel. Gus, they are some great tips, but it's not only adults struggling throughout this, these times. We've got kids and teenagers who are going through this pandemic not knowing, not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. What's your advice to parents out there who can noticeably see their, their kids, whether they be 5, whether they be 15, 18, that are really, really struggling for hope and motivation at the moment? Yeah, I've got three teenagers at my place and the younger ones in particular going through the HSC at the moment, so it's it's a troubling time. What my wife and I said to our kids is just take 10% off your expectations at the moment. Expectations of yourself and also expectations of other people. Just take a little bit of a chill pill when it comes to dealing with people at the moment because everyone is going through a very, very difficult stage. So I would... I would lead with some vulnerability. I've done that with my own kids saying, look, I'm finding it hard some days to cope. I'm finding it difficult to get through the type of work that I really want to get to. The type of work we do here at Gotcha is extremely emotional, as you know. And there are days where I'm just overwhelmed and going out of my office here and walking out there to the family, it's all right for me not to necessarily be that Darry Downer, but just let them know that I've had a bit of a tough day today. I don't need to put on that mask and armour all the time and make out that everything is okay. So leading the parents leading with some vulnerability will actually allow the kids to realise that, oh, I didn't know that we could talk about our feelings. That You know, parents can actually lead this and be the type of people that your kids can learn from because they'll always listen to everything you say, but they also are looking all the time. And if you show some vulnerability and show it in a way that's as a leader, as, as in a positive way, that can be really great for them. But you know, I think all the rules at the moment, Zach, are thrown out the window. You know, like you say, there's no finishing line. I can sort of see that 70% vaccination rate happening in the next month or so. I think we'll be out of, out of this by the end of October. So we'll have November and December, Christmas, the ashes, you know, summertime to look forward to. So it's not that far to go, but just lower your expectations on everyone, get through it the best you possibly can, and then we'll hopefully start fresh next year with this new type of normal. But we are at the end of this. So just keep doing the best you possibly can and just don't worry about it too much if you, if you get it wrong. 
We can't wait for the Aussie summer that's just so, so close and hopefully that does mean more freedoms for all of us. But there is one date that we know about and that is the NRL Grand Final. I have to ask you, Gus, if your mighty roosters aren't there, who are you backing and why will it be the Bunnies? <laughs> like, like I said, I know a few Bunny players now and stuff, so I don't, I don't hate them in inverted commas like I used to. Um, but, you know, if it's not the Roosters, then I think it's going to be Manly and, and Penrith because I'm not a massive fan of the Storm and they've had enough success of, of late. So, you know, and with Jake and Tom being ambassadors for Gotcha for Life, um, even though Penrith and the MG factor at Triple M, I, I love them as well. Um, but it would be fantastic for the region, for, for Tom and um, for Jake to get it and Desi to bring it back home again. DCE is also an ambassador for, for Gotcha and stuff. So, yeah, I'd have to say Manly over the Panthers in, a, in, in extra time. OK, let's make a deal right here. If Manly go all the way through to the grand final, I'm going to join you on a socially distant walk with you in a Manly <laughs> jersey, OK? No worries, mate. I'll be happy to do that, Zach. But hopefully by then we'll, we'll be able to have a proper hug and we won't have to worry about social distancing. But that's another good point you made. Um, you know, we are only physically isolated at the moment. We're not emotionally isolated. So use technology to let people know that you love them. And what I send out to people is I love you. I miss you. See you soon. Kiss, hug, kiss, hug. I love you. I miss you. See you soon. Kiss, hug, kiss, hug. Send that to five people a day that are in your contact list at, at um, in your phone, and you'll get some weird responses. You'll you, people if you send it at nine in the morning, they'll say, "Are you day drinking again?" <laughs> um, or they'll say, "Is this message for me?" Um, but eventually, you'll be connecting, and that's what it's all about. We're so much better when we are connected together as human beings. So, put yourself out there a little bit, get yourself a little bit vulnerable, and send that text message. It's a good starter to sort of break the ice when it comes to changing your relationship with some of your mates. Gus, as always, thanks so much for joining me for a really in-depth chat. Uh, best of luck for your mighty roosters over the next couple of weeks. Keep up the great work with uh, Gotcha for Life and I can't wait to see you in a manly jersey in a couple of weeks. Good on you, Zach. All the best, mate. And you take care of yourself as well and lots of love to you and your viewers. <laughs>